This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. <laughs> We've got a scandal. We've got a vintage scandal. We just met Jessica Davis, the teacher of the year for 19, 2019. Big round of applause. Billy Beeson and his friend stopped by. Derek. Other people are here. We're shouting out Angela and her mom, who's our biggest fan. Uh, from work is here in the front row, Lori. I love it. She's being shy. Yeah. I hope she didn't ram yeah. her car into um, a wall here. Down, you knucklehead. She, she gets nervous and forgets to put on her parking brake. I <laughs> 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 did. I miss my vintage scandal. We had the intro. Oh, you were over shoot. there yappering And that's away. why I said we've got a scandal, a vintage scandal. A scandal, that's right. The All right, vintage... so this is a good one today. It uh, kind of is. We have a new group with us. Welcome. Okay, okay. you're going to focus. Well, focus. I, I was the one who was I know, on the air. But now we're focusing, and now you're really focusing. I said it four times. Focus. Focus. I'm ready. I'm all ready for okay, this. Okay, so um, in honor of the movie The Wizard of Oz, it's its 80th anniversary this year. Wow. Where I, does the time go? I know. Where does the time go from 1939? It's gone by so fast. But Jeez. there was a great... Uh, uh, there's so many scandalous stories that happened on the set of The Wizard of Oz. I mean, probably the most scandalous is the story that the one Munchkin wrote about all the shenanigans. Munchkins were very naughty. Of the naughty. Munchkins. They were very wild and naughty and boozing and sexing yes. and just craziness. And But this is what I'm going to tell you some other scandalous Stories that wait. happened in association with Wizard of Oz. And I got these are from a book called The Making of the Wizard of Oz, which came out in 1977. And a lot of people that are Wizard of Oz people highly recommend this Reading guy's this? book. Okay. L. Jean Harmitz wrote that 1977. book. 1977. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Frank Morgan, of course, he played the wizard, and he also played the magician, you know, uh-huh. in a couple of roles. He came to the set every day with a mini bar in his briefcase. As so, one does. So everyone knew where to get a cocktail day or night. Frank always had his briefcase, okay? Mm-hmm. So that was no big deal. Of the films... I love... Whatever. Yeah. Of I, the, I agree. Yeah. Of the film's main 10, you know, cast members, 16 okay. year old Judy Garland got the second lowest salary. And the only person she made, she made only more than her canine companion, Toto? Terry, who played Toto. She, Just so, above the dog? Because wow. she was a contract player oh, for MGM yeah. and right. she had to tape her breasts. 
down every day to How try old and look. How was she when she was pretending? 16. 16. So she was 16 and she was pretending to be maybe 12? Mm, no, 14, she was 14 maybe. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, but Screwed so up. many things happened on this set. So here's uh, here's one. The cowardly lion costume was actually constructed from lion hair. Remember, this is 1939. There's no synthetic fear, fur that's been right. invented. So the only thing they could do was use the hair of real lions. Put them on. And because of continuity concerns and the fact it was impossible to duplicate lion hides... There could only be one costume that Bert Lar Lair is that his name? Bert Lar right, yeah. mm-hmm. would wear, and because it was so heavy, and under the hot Technicolor lights, that even lesser clothed actors were fainting <laughs> on the set wow. and being carried off the set. Oh, he thoroughly sweated through the lion wow. hair, and wow. every day. That every night that lion costume had to be put in an industrial drying uh, Dry cleaning thing bin yeah. to soak up the perspiration. Imagine how much that thing smelled. Oh, I can't even imagine. Whoa. Although it did sell at auction in 2014 for three million dollars well imagine having the original wow okay so that would be a fun party outfit yeah now do you know that there was another tin man before jack haley i think i do know that buddy ebsen was the tin man Mm -hmm. and he the reason he got canned is during the rehearsal he woke up they'd been rehearsing for like two weeks and he woke up one night in the middle of the night his Screaming, he had cramping in his hands, his arms, his legs. He couldn't breathe. His wife called the hospital. He was in an oxygen tent for two weeks because he had ingested. The Tin Man was painted with pure aluminum. And he'd ingested it. And the studio was furious. And they said, you either get the hell back to work He's in an oxygen tank. Right. He can't breathe. Or we will replace you. And they did. And they replaced him. Yeah. And his skin when. turned blue oh because of the aluminum. And Jack Haley, they changed the aluminum makeup, but he still got a serious eye infection from whatever they used, okay? Mm. Ray Bolger, who played the Scarecrow, he would remove the rubber prosthetics from his face on the last day of filming, only to discover he had burlap scars around his mouth and his chin. Because like the netting line, the netting line, all the and makeup. yeah, it, he didn't remove it until the last. No, no, but every day because right. it was so heavy, they didn't have all these porous have, right, materials right, and right, stuff. Right. And Margaret Hamilton, who played Wicked Witch of the West, a month and a half before the filming ending, her friend said to her, you look really odd. (gasps) And her Wicked Witch of the West makeup had sunk into her skin because, again, it was probably green and food coloring dye and who knows what else. It was months before the green tinge would leave her skin. Would leave her face. So, anyway... The That's Tin Man, interesting. The Scarecrow and the and the Cowardly Lion were not allowed to eat in the MGM cafeteria because they looked so disgusting up close and in real life with this makeup mm-hmm. on. And the other people that were in there, and they're like, "You have to eat in your trailer. No one can eat around you guys. You're making people sick." 
that it's good stuff. I mean, that is just kind yeah. of amazing how far and makeup is gone and yeah. prosthetic, you know, work with noses and everything that they've and done. And even so, that movie is magical, you know, on screen. It's hard to believe it was made right. in 1939. I mean, no computer generated effects. In fact, the scene where Dorothy wakes up in the poppy yes. field. You'll never guess what made the snow. You're going to just not be happy with this. Not only snowflakes. No. Asbestos lace snow is what they were. They used it for holiday decorations and other movies in the 30s. Right. And then the Wicked Witch of the West actually did catch on fire. Remember the scene and she disappears in a puff of smoke? The effects started the fire before Margaret Hamilton got off of the stage. The flames caught her broom, and it went up. She scalded her chin, the bridge of her nose, her right cheek, the right side of her forehead. She burned off the eyelashes and the eyebrow on her right eye, her upper lip, her eyelid, and her hand was burned, and she had to call a friend to drive her home. The studio said, no limo for you. (laughs) Isn't that something? Something. It took her six weeks to recover. Wow. When you're even talking about this, you think of all the CGI and the fake stuff. I mean, that movie was so believable, all those scary parts. And it still is. And it still is. flying monkeys. It's kind of interesting... All the stuff. This help everyone has now to make anything interesting. Yeah, they just did it. Well, and Margaret Hamilton said the nerves in her hand were so exposed she had to wear green gloves instead of green makeup on her hands. She considered suing. She was counseled to sue, but she said I I didn't sue because I wanted to work in this town again. Sure. So she didn't. she didn't sue, and then after she returned to the set, after she caught on fire, mm-hmm. she was asked to film another fire scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know the part where uh, uh, whatever I can't I can't even remember. I feel like the monkeys throw fire. Maybe or something. something I can't remember. Right anyway, now. she refused because she was you know so badly burned from the first fire stunt. So her stunt double Betty Danko uh, caught. Fire herself after the flames caught her broom, and she spent 11 days in the hospital. Yeah, and she was paid $35 for her day of getting set on fire. How about that? Wow. Yeah. paid Michael Jackson a lot more. Yeah, I know, but I'm just... Anyway, this is all from this book called The Making of the Wizard of Oz. It came out in 1977. So just really a lot of scandalous stuff happening. All right, listen, we are live at the Minnesota State Fair. We will be right back with our other favorite headlines of the day.